Thanks for joining us again. Maddie, we're in the we're in the Maddie household today. A crackling fire. Feel the air beards. I mean I hope that the, the, the listeners can feel it. There's a there's a fire there. We've got John Wick on in the background, which is tonight's film. Mm-hmm. All we need is like robes and pipes and we're <laughs> I feel like I should have brought a smoking jacket. <laughs> Definitely a cigar night. Yeah, yeah, we should have gone for cigars. We haven't done our best. We went for wicked wings instead, so <laughs> We, we may have to leave midway. <laughs> Take care of some business, but <laughs> um, obviously tonight, as I said, John Wick. Um, before we get into that, though, uh, I just got a little small amount of news. Uh, Harrison Ford's injured, <laughs> injured himself, done a shoulder on Indiana Jones Five. Anyone mm. care to comment on this, other than me saying, "Let's give it up, <laughs> oh, man, this is not for you any further." Mm. Look, it was inevitable, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably did it by just fucking going for the gun in the holster or something. It wouldn't have taken much for the old boy to... I just hope he mans up like Jackie Chan yeah, or like Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get a cast that looks like a shoe, and whatever it is. Let's face it, Tom Cruise was sending him a message immediately saying, you know, I ran around on that broken phone, <laughs> yeah. man, you weak bastard. <laughs> I mean, what I wouldn't give for the behind-the-scenes footage of someone trying to strap Harrison to the side of a fucking plane <laughs> and hang it off and just to hear the kind of, you know, the stuff he'd be spewing about it. It would yeah. be awesome. It would be spewing. But, yeah, look, I mean, it's it's gotten to that point. I think he, he's got to pull the pin. How far into it are we? Are we only a week in? Can we, can we scrap, scrap this whole thing? It's not long. And really, he can't have been doing much because we've seen the photos of stuntmen with Harrison Ford masks on. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they look pretty good quality. Yeah, they look like yeah, Trick or Treat Studios yeah, or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some effort's got to do it. What I was saying is, and look, I love Indiana Jones. And look, it's hard to accept that you, you're going to replace that character was someone of, of, of an actor that we've always known in that role but people get old and yeah. we can't have Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones forever and we should and look Harrison's been vocally strident about the Star Wars films and stuff like that so he doesn't particularly care for this stuff no so I would have thought he'd be like, you want me to do a fifth one? Come on. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah, but again, we also know that Harrison, if the price is right, he'll fucking grumble his way to the set and, and do what's required. Yeah, um, maybe. I mean, he's got to he's a himself, professional. He's got to buy himself another plane after he fucking crashes the, <laughs> crashes yeah, the, the car. The price off. has got to be really rough. Yeah. I, I mean, look, the last one, he looked like he was struggling no, to get around. No doubt. I mean, there was a sequence where he was like, what was he doing? He was like hopping on crates or something. Yeah. He's jumping from one to the other. He looked like he could barely do that. And that was, what, that's over 10 years ago now, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Even Spielberg begged out of this one, you know, who's been with the franchise the whole time. Even the fourth one, which, you know, he admitted was shit. <laughs> right? I think Spielberg's like the Mickey to Rocky come like Rocky 4 or 5 it's yeah. just like I cannot watch you do this anymore <laughs> stop doing this to yourself yeah. honestly yeah I think it's time to recast yeah this is my well, that's, that's what I thought was the go from from the, uh, the the first rumblings of the fifth one I thought it was the best option to recast but well I think they should have recast before the fourth one mm. Mm. someone like Chris Pratt would make for a nice 
Indiana Jones. Yep. Yeah, I could imagine something like that. Or even skew younger. Yeah. Get a bloke in his you know twenties or thirties that you can you can if you're intending to do more that you can have in the role for the next twenty to thirty years possibly if that's what you want to do with it because you know now that it's in Disney's hands they're going to try to try to squeeze it so sure yeah I understand that yeah well look we'll put it this way I'm not exactly jumping out of my skin for a fifth one mm. not neither's Harrison but yeah we're not exactly surprised by that news <laughs> Harrison's skin doesn't fit properly stage <laughs> <laughs> of the game Harrison attempted to jump out of his skin he couldn't get off the ground but his skin fell off anyway so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's doing his own stunts. But I'll say that much. I can't see this being acceptable <laughs> to me to see a 70-year-old man punching uh, on because that's what's going to be. And we said this about... Well, you were okay with, it with, you know, Charles Bronson by a death wish four or five. But that Gran, was, Gran Torino. But the thing about that was uh, Gran Torino is different because Gran Torino was more of a drama. He was, wasn't, he was he supposed wasn't, to be an old. Yeah, it, well, he wasn't an action man. But good old Charlie Bronson. It was too funny for fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the Canon Pictures days. It was great. Yeah. The one that we were talking about was Rambo, Last Blood. Yes. You've true. got a sixty-seven-year-old man. You can't have him punching on with blokes our age, even. We're reasonably old. He looked like he was kind of mutated or something by last blood. Harrison's probably in better nick than that, but not by much. So, yeah, look, I feel for the bloke, but you should know better. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I don't feel for him. Let's face it, he's not coming up in the conversation of best body between Arnie and Sylvester and Harrison Ford. He's not in no, that no, conversation. He's not in that conversation. Yeah, he's way out of that. Mm. I mean, look, if Artie can get fucking karate kicked in the back at 65 and shake it off, yeah, he must be still going right. He must be still going right. I mean, um, even Hulk Hogan's getting back in the conversation. You see his tweet the other day with his bloody biceps. No? He's, crack, he's back in the gym. Is he? <laughs> oh, he's back on the roids. Back on the roids. Yeah. Back on the roids <laughs> slash in the gym. 21-inch <laughs> pythons. Yeah. As Walk opposed to Greg Norman's 21-inch pythons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got, I've got, I haven't got high hopes for Indiana Jones Five. I'm going to put it that way. All right, we'll take a break. Here's the trailer for 2014's John Wick. That dog was a gift from my dying wife. It's not what you did; it's who you did it to. I'm not afraid of John Wick. You should be. I once saw him kill three men with a pencil. I kind of enjoyed the Jonathan. Hey, John. Hey, John. People keep asking if I'm back. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. John Wick, rated R, in theaters and IMAX, October 24th. John Wick from 2014, directed by Chad Stahelski, who directed John Wick 2 and 3, and uncredited uh, David Ledich. Is that right? It's written by Derek Kolstad, who wrote Nobody. It's produced mm. by Basil Awanek, who produced The Town. David Ledditch, who produced John Wick 2 and 3. And Eva Longoria. Mm. That's a surprise one. Yeah. Stars Keanu Reeves as John Wick. Michael Nyquist as Vigo Tarasov. Alfie Allen is of, as Isaac Tarasov. And Willem Dafoe as Marcus. The budget was $20 million. And the box office was 86 million worldwide. Well done, Keanu. 
Just uh, the trivia I have says the character of John Wick is a playable character in the video game Payday 2. It was added to the game two days before the movie's wide release. Mm-hmm. I was unaware of this. No. There's actually a John Wick game too now on the PS4. Is and it? I believe he's also in Fortnite too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All right, get interesting. The kids, get the kids involved. Yeah, everyone's in Fortnite now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maddie. Listen, it's a beautiful movie. It's shot well. Uh, action is seamless. It is basic as, but man, it's done well. He's so likable. For me, it's I'm tossing up between four and a half and five. Ooh. I'm, I'm happy with four and a half, though. I'm going to leave it there just because it's so basic. <laughs> I, I could watch this a hundred times and, mm, and yeah, yeah. enjoy it every time. I give it four and a half as well. I think as far as the best action movies in the last 20 years, this is just behind Mad Max Fury Road in terms of the absolute quality and and the visceral impact of the action Mm. and the fact that you take action scenes that are pretty sort of, you know, like there's nothing too outrageous about what he's doing, Mm. but they just tweak each one so it's slightly different. And it sort of ramps up each time. They build up the characters just so subtly. Like, you you know you're dealing with a demigod. Yeah. <laughs> the way they talk about him. Yeah, I love and that. what he does. It's just so good. And Keanu Reeves, you know, I've always liked the bloke. He's never been a great actor. But this is just right in the pocket. Yeah. He's really, really good in this. And it's his signature role, I would say. rest of the cast is excellent. Action scenes, top notch, and there's a shitload of quotable moments mm-hmm. in the script, which is always good. Mm. So yeah, four and a half, no doubt. Jared, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, make it an even three there on four and a half. Like it's, uh, it is very straightforward. You know, the revenge tale we've seen that numerous times, but as you said, it's done so well. The way they they set him on that path is excellent. And all the way through, the revenge stuff is sort of peppered with this world of the assassins that they only give you really a little bit of. You only really get the Continental and a couple of scenes in there, but it's super interesting and kind of resulted in holding that interest in the second and third movies. I think that was the strength. The deference and respect (laughs) that you have between the characters just... Lends itself to there's a lot going on that we don't know about. Yeah, I think it was the the strength for the next two movies is that mm. they had so many places to go with these little bits around the continental and the assassins. Kind of, they've got their own world, their currency, all this sort of stuff, and they only gave you a little bit of it in this. So, yeah, it was just it's just a, a perfect blend of just getting getting so many things right in a really simple story. Mm. Straight out of the gate, as I said, Keanu Reeves has never been a great actor. Mm. Like, let's be honest. He's had some shocking performances, and I don't want to kick the man, but he's even been in films he didn't want to be in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's forged his name, and he's too good I mean, a bloke to get too good, <laughs> he's a, too bloke good a bloke. He just said, oh, shit, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. You can forge my name, and I'll turn up anyway and yeah, just do it. and do the job. But he is just so good in this. There's that right amount of kind of tough ass kicking and a little bit of world weariness and that whole we've said it we've said it a million times dogs and kids are going to always suck us in yeah and it just starts on the right foot with that it does and he seems to do his own stunt work and and fighting 
Yeah. So it's even more... Yeah, you see in these blues, which I, I appreciate, as opposed to a stuntman, they have to shoot around it or they mm. you know, shoot from the back and stuff like mm. that. Yeah. So he's right in the thick of it. Mm. And it's, it's, it's just a really great performance. And the rest of the cast... It's filled with some really good character people. Mm. Willem Dafoe, of course, Ian McShane, Alfie Allen, John Leguizamo, Adrian Padlecki. Uh, but I love Michael Nyquist as the bad guy. Mm. He's just, he's fucking frothing at the mouth. <laughs> Everything he says, I'm just like, this guy is awesome. Yeah. Don't get, don't get, get, uh, get Lance Reddy too. Lance Reddy. <laughs> oh, Lance Reddy, because yes, yeah, so yeah, he's excellent too in the um, at the Continental. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's just a really colourful cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're only in it for short periods. Like John Leguizamo is really only in it for one or two sequences. Yeah, two scenes, Ian McShane, yeah. one or two sequences. But they just work out nicely. Yeah. And I like the world that they've got. The whole continental, even though it's only briefly sort of covered, you're totally interested in what's yeah. going on. The whole idea of the coins. Yeah. Yeah. You see him with the coins and he gets that clean-up crew. Yeah. Like when they first rock up, you think <laughs> the big, there's these big guys there and you, you kind of, I'm sitting there thinking... They're, they're a bit late. They're, they're a sort of, you know, a, a henchman crew. Yeah. In they come and start scrubbing walls. Rolling yeah, carpets. And stuff. Yeah. And, you know, he's talking to Charlie, which, again, you know, another another good actor. Luther from the Warriors there yeah, making yeah. another appearance. Yeah. So it was cool to see him again. We've seen him a few times recently. But, yeah, that, that using those coins to start that process and then he goes to the, the Continental with his coins and he's telling people you want to earn a coin and things like that. Just awesome. It was yeah. just such a such a cool little world to build. And they were kind of mysterious about it, mm. which, as I said, it worked for the sequels because they had these places to flesh out. Yeah. And even getting to that, before that, where we've got uh, John Wick coming out of retirement, it's sort of like an event's happened, an event's followed that, and it's like we've got the sledgehammer out. Yeah, yeah. And now it's time to enter into that world. Now everything's going to be unleashed. We've heard about the boogeyman and he's he's coming for everybody. Exactly. So and the whole... I just love some of those little things like, uh, I'd like to um, have a dinner for 12. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just bring yeah. eggs up. And then up turns his crew to clean the place up after he's beat so the shit good. out of everyone. Yeah, so, so good. Yeah, I love that stuff. It's, it's, it's kind of... It's, it's a quirky addition to a standard action film. Wouldn't that be the worst part of... Beat assassin, the cleanup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but it's people take killing people. People take taking lives. That's the thing, right? Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it adds this layer to it, of, and it's a, it's kind of comic booky. Like it adds this kind of little mythology behind these guys, and it's it's um, you know as you said, you think okay, the cleanup crew, they've got that looked after, but then you think. Okay, well, he's got a place to stay. He's got someone supplying the weapons. He's yep. got, you know, the, all the info and whatever. And it, obviously, that gets fleshed out again when you get into the second movie and you've got the bone taps, mm. putting contracts out and all that sort of stuff. Like, it's just a, it's just an awesome way to start it. Yeah. Even the point where the policeman turns up at the door. Yeah, yeah. And he just yeah. says, he's like... <laughs> He's like, hi, John. Hi, John. They're best mates. Like, yeah. they've yeah. had drinks before, and he's just like, thank you for cleaning up this mess. Yeah. You can appreciate you cleaning that shit up. He, yeah, yeah. Wick is just bleeding yeah. everywhere, and he's kind of like, you working tonight? Yeah. Yeah. He's just cleaning up. Yeah, yeah, just cleaning up. And then he's like, 
See you, John. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah he, he's in on the blind eye. The blind eye that gets turned is just has a, a an edge of respect and, yeah. and just gives him a lot of uh, a lot of uh, I guess credence straight away. You just know straight yeah. away that he's not doing anything as bad guy. Yeah, he's just following following the orders, and in this case, he's coming out of retirement to to clean up business. So exactly, good. I love it. And like Mad Max Fury Road. Every action scene is slightly different and slightly upped, and there's something different about it, whether it's hand-to-hand in the fucking hotel mm. or it's a shootout involving him circling people in cars. He's, in, he's in, like, various levels of health in each yeah, fight yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Like, is he half-drugged? Has he been stabbed? Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. so many different things So they going kind on. of take those general action scenes and just pepper them with... They're shot really clean... Mm. And the stunt work and everything's great, and it's mm. it's at full speed. They're not done at yeah. fucking slow motion. There's not one bit of slow motion other than no. him walking in a couple of times. You know, they've got that kind of cool factor where he's, he's in slow motion. Then, yeah. when it's fighting time, it's all at it's full all speed, going full pace. Yeah, yeah. and no. that's and great. He cops some treatment. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <'cause, laughs> you know, you got you got the fight where he comes back to you know Daniel Bernhardt. Yeah. He, he when he gets the plastic bag over the head and he kind of fights his way back through that they get to really get stuck into each yeah, other yeah, yeah. which is good because it's like you know we've spoken about this before the cigars of the world feel like it makes them awesome if they can't be touched they're invincible they don't get a hand laid on them but when you watch a movie like this it's like no it's quite the opposite because this guy just gets belted but keeps on going mm. and it worked again you know we, we spoke about some of the similar people being involved in Nobody mm. that was even on another level in Nobody yeah. and it worked really well there too like mm. it's no you, you you can sort of get thrown into the fire but keep on coming and yeah. I think and it's that's the idea better. about this sort of character is He's tough as nails, so yeah. he'll take the hiding, but he'll keep coming. Mm. So you have to kill him. Yeah. And th- the way they've sort of set up that whole, that mythology of him, mm. you know, he is and he just out of this world. Of and him. he can't be reasoned with either. Is yeah. there, can we have a conversation about this? Nah. He says no, and then <laughs> that's just, that's the end of the conversation. Yeah, exactly. He's just a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, and I, I really appreciate the fact that they take that time yeah. for the first 20 minutes, a half an hour, to create this kind of like mythology about him, and everyone's going, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did, and it's, <laughs> it's it's before like by the time he actually sort of throws down, yeah. you are already thinking, "Oh, this is going to be fucking awesome," and it lives up. Yeah, like it doesn't let you down by saying, "Oh, you know, Wick looks a bit, you know, a bit slow, a bit yeah. old, or whatever." He not nah, he he loads up, <laughs> he does the job, everyone, and. One thing that I found interesting that, you know, it's a small thing that I liked is he reloads regularly. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, that's not normal in these movies. Yeah, these guys just shoot and shoot and shoot until there's, you know, they've shot, fired 50 shots out of a 20 yeah. fucking pellet handgun. But they actually use it to to add to the action scenes yeah, too. Yeah. Like he's doing it while someone else is still, you know. Yeah, there's that one threat. where he pulls the trigger and it's empty and he goes, he has to reload and then so think on the fly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a couple of really good sequences where that's involved. I actually liked the opening. I, I, I was initially, when re-watching it, I was thinking, I didn't particularly like the opening bit where we kind of get a quick sense of his relationship. Mm-hmm. But watching it again, it it kind of works. 
we skip through that. We get enough to know what went on. Mm. Yeah, it's really quick. But we're into the action then. Like, it's yeah. like a sped up version of like uh, the sequence from Up. With yeah. The, two, the old couple. Yeah. It's like a really, it's just, you get what you need. You she t- died. She was sick. Yeah. They were um, together. You know, he loved her. That, that's all. That's all you need. Yeah. And then it humanizes the assassin straight away, right? Yeah. And extending that to the dog. Yeah, pure genius. Pure genius. Because let's face it, you want some fucking revenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they kill that dog, I need some. I need some master's key. Yes. Listen, and, and they make him the most patient man alive. The dog shits on his lawn, and he doesn't say a word. Yeah. He congratulates the dog, and then just moves on. Yeah, that's. I mean, at that age, though, that's that's what I'd be doing too. Like as long as you do it out there, <laughs> and then what I do is I pretend it's not there for yeah. the next three to four days until I can't walk on my lawn. <laughs> Yeah, Um, but I I just like that idea. But it's like the relationship with him and the dog is really sweet too. Like that, all they do is that he pats it. They show the dog jumping on him when he's in the bed. He gives it cereal instead of food because he doesn't have any. Really quickly, really sweet relationship. Mm. And then what the blokes do to it, even though you don't see it, is fucking horrific. Yeah. So then you see him kind of laying with the, the body of the dog, and you are just like. Get those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they've made those bad guys bad instantly. The, yeah. the, the main, the son is like instantly a dickhead because he's smoking in the petrol station. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like, I, this I, guy can eat a dick. I've got a, yeah, <laughs> he can eat a bag. He can eat a fucking bag. <laughs> but I've got a sort of a dislike, one of my only dislikes to this particular thing, but I actually, I kind of had a dislike and a like to it. I like the fact that the way that they ask him about the car. Mm. He tells them it's not for sale. And because that guy, that kid is a rich fucking entitled turd, yeah. his whole way thing. of getting it, getting things is violence. You yeah. know? I take I take what I want. Mm. And I want that car. And so I'll get it. He's petulant, isn't he? Yeah. So I, pr- I, I like that idea because that, that's kind of what That was one of my favourite parts as well is that he doesn't understand the risk that he's in. His dad understands it. He's like, you're a fucking dickhead. What did you do? And then he's just like, get me champagne. Yeah. And then people start talking back to him because they're like, you are such a dickhead with what you've done. Yeah. And then it just turns into a, a demolition of every single person. Yeah. We're in the shit yeah. because of you. Yeah. And you can sort of see him. He goes from being this supremely confident, overconfident because he hasn't really got anything to offer. He's just like this supremely overconfident to, uh, you're not getting your champagne, and then he just yells at the next person, you've yeah. got to get me some champagne. <laughs> it's like, he's such a dickhead. And so I like the idea that they, they took his car because that's kind of the sort of people we're talking about. Mm. Entitled, you know, I take what I want, and because I'm a Russian gangster, I, I do it with violence. That's right. Um, I have a dislike to it, though. The, the car also is neat because... It allows them to go to Aurelio. Yeah, which kicks things off. And he, without us knowing anything, he's just like, do you know whose you know, you know who's car that is? And he just then, punches the bloke. Yeah, yeah. He just sort <laughs> of punches the fuck out of my shop. Get out of my shop. And you see, okay, he's just done that to what we've already sort of established is a, a guy that's supposedly not to be trifled with. Yeah. So then you're automatically thinking, okay, so Wick is not to be trifled with either. And it just builds this mystique from yeah. there. 
It's fucking awesome the way that it builds it up. Don't you have a little bit of sympathy there for Vigo's son? Because he's been out of the game for five years. Vigo's son wouldn't have had pubes at that point. Yeah, I know. (laughs) He He messed with the wrong bloke and just didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, and that also builds up to one of my favourite sequences of the movie (laughs) is when Aurelio gets on the phone from Vigo. And I think it's the first time we see Vigo. Yeah. And he's kind of there, you know... You know, telling him what did he do? You, you struck my son. Yeah, yeah. And then he kind of says, he gets told that he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. And Vigo goes, Oh, <laughs> that's all. I never hands up. That's all you need to say. And in that, in that couple of you know sequences, they have just built up this. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the next scene, he's just punching his kid in the guts. Yeah. And I love that sequence. That fucking nobody is John Wick. And he's like, what does he say to him? I once saw him kill three men in a bar with a pencil. A fucking pencil. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's the so visceral, too. You can picture it yeah, instantly. Yeah. It's really, really well done because... We haven't even got to him kicking the shit out of anyone. No. He hasn't done anything. All he's done is lose his car, the dog's dead, and he's gone to Aurelio's to find out what happened. Mm. Where is he? And so the, the next, first fight scene doesn't happen until after that. But the next sort of... That, that 15 minutes where you've got him kind of giving the backstory, and as I said, you can see that this crime lord that everyone fears... Whenever he talks about John Wick, he's fucking shitting bricks. <laughs> As you said, it's it's a good performance by him because he's alternating between doing that hard man stuff with his son yeah. and then sitting in a chair on the phone, obviously like, oh, we're in some shit here. <laughs> yeah, what does he say? Uh, get everybody you can. <laughs> Holy shit. And don't we just get so much information for, I set him an impossible task. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Instantly got like the, the he can do things that above we buried that day. Yeah. There's things and above the humans that this has been built on. Mm. I'm like, fuck, this guy is trouble. And this, that fight scene in his house is great. Great mm. way to open well, up. Well, that's it, right? We've been, we've been, it's 30 minutes in where that happens. And we've had sort of the first 10, 10-ish minutes finding out what happened to John Wick's wife and him getting the dog or whatever. And then the next, you know, 15 to 20 after that is just building, building, building until when this happens, you're like, like I said, you're just waiting for it and then it absolutely pays off. It yeah. absolutely delivers and you're like, okay, that's yeah. why they're scared of him. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He just cuts a swath through those guys that come to his house. In a suit, no less. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, three-piece. Good three-piece. touch. <laughs> Good touch. Stop around the three-piece. I couldn't <laughs> knock anyone out in a three-piece suit. <laughs> <laughs> How excited is old mate to get his business back, though? Yeah. I love that. We, we follow that fight in the in his house with him rocking up to Kevin Nash and telling yes. him, take Being the sexy. night off. Yeah, take the night off, yeah. mate. Yeah. And then he cuts fucking loose in that nightclub. Yes. Absolutely really good. awesome. <laughs> yeah, Big Sexy didn't want any of them. I love that scene. You also see just like the, I guess the, the same thing with Keanu Reeves just as a general person as being a nice guy. He has a chat to the security guard who's like 10 times bigger than him. Yeah. And he's just like, do you want to take the night off? He's like, yes, I do want to take the night off. <laughs> 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 he's 
just walks away. And they're like, well, they've got a previous relationship. They know each other. You're just yeah. like, he's in this world. And, uh, and he has a little bit of a heart, right? Compared to everybody else who's just like shooting bullets at blindly. Yeah. yeah. It sort of levels it out. Hmm. It's the same with what happens in the Continental. You know, like you've got people trying to kill each other and whatever. And then you've got the phone ringing saying, uh, we've got noise complaints. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. <laughs> it's just, oh, no, I'm dealing with something out here. Yeah. It's kind of like this whole, as you said, there's the rules, there's this kind of civility between them. But then when that gets dropped, it is just on. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. so cool. That fight in the club, the final scene where there's a dude that's actually putting some damage on him. Yeah. That yeah. just looks like breakdance fighting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, yeah. it's just so, it's like, it's next level yeah. in terms of the choreography. I really like that. And see, one of the things for me too that I kind of dug, because, you know, we early on we hear Vigo talking with Willem Dafoe saying, mm-hmm. you know, contract on Wick. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he doesn't even hesitate. He goes, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so you think, all right, well, Defoe's going to be a player here. You know, he's going to be around and he's going to be after him. But that sequence in the in the Continental when he fights with Perkins mm. and basically Defoe... Puts the bullet in the puts pillow. Puts the bullet in the pillow to let him know she's there. She's coming, yeah. It's a really nice sort of addition to it and it kind of pays off a little bit later. It's, yeah. it's only small again, but... That fight between him and her is also fucking good. Yeah, yeah. It's close quarters, mate. Really sort of laying the slipper in. I like the way he covers the head, man. You just fucking whack. Yeah. And just belts her one. And you know what? She fucking... She's surprised. She's she's the kind of bird that could have, I think, could have actually done some some action films. Yeah, you know, she's, yeah. she's athletic and she fucking lays the. She's got that senior well. on a top she's, yeah, vibe she's that, about her. Yeah, she's got that. I'm really stuff. enjoying cracking your back and yeah, snapping yeah. your neck. Yeah, yeah. Was Wonder Woman probably could. Yeah, I know. In a she did get cast as Wonder Woman for a pilot that didn't go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was cool. Reminded me a little bit of the Gina Carano Haywire yeah sequence with Michael Fassbender where yeah. she's you know. Whacking him around. The problem with that is she was also dealing with a third. Yeah, yeah. two hands. Yeah. Yeah. You kick it with one foot, and the kick it with the other one, and then a third thing would just kind of whack up <laughs> hit her as well. Yeah. But no, it's um, yeah, that was a that was a really cool sequence. Yeah, and then it also um led to a little bit of Clark Peters. Who yes, yes, another Wire alumni. To yes, to I like show that up too. in this, mm. and he's um short, short but sweet, brief, you know, but he's another good actor. Good, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I just liked it because the Defoe stuff I kind of dug because even though John Wick is, seems like a you know we've we've really seen him with nobody. Mm. Yeah, he's got no friends, he's got nothing. But there's a kind of a minor friendship between him he's and Defoe. Detached from this world, right? It's it's short, but it it works, and it kind of makes you actually care for Defoe when he when he gets he gets killed. Mm. You know. I also love that line where he just puts down all his stuff and goes, let's get this underway, whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, get it. I like that he gets a, get shit kicked out. Isn't it nice that he gets a little bit of his own back? He's like, yeah. I know you guys going to kill me, but I'm just going to, my last <laughs> yeah. hurrah, yeah. I'm giving it a crack. Yeah, I loved it. Um, but yeah, I like that. You know, I, I like the idea that he's kind of got a friend, yeah. even though it's very fleeting. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yes. still don't know why they didn't have a conversation, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Look, what, how much is on your head? I know it's not going to make a difference because you're going to be all right. There's but. a ninja on your head. How about I just follow you around? You take out this boat, and then we uh, make out like we killed you, or we yeah. collect the ninja. 
my this is my one of my favourite sequences is him where he's in um, when he's actually capturing and he delivers that speech where he's like you know my dead wife and dog was all I had and your son took it from me killed it from me and then he starts fucking going people keep asking me if I'm back you know and I haven't had a good answer but yeah I'm thinking I'm back and then he (laughs) says so you can hand over your fucking son (laughs) or he can die screaming beside him (laughs) isn't it such a request I want to kill your son (laughs) just give me your son and then this will be over (laughs) and it wouldn't have been a much quicker option to just say here you go but it's it's funny like that really that's the only time he shows emotion in the whole movie which is I think is why it works so well but then as you said um, Vigo's kind of for the one time in the movie around Wick he's kind of puffing his chest and he's carrying <laughs> on like an arsehole and then eventually Wick gets out of it and then he does hand over his son he's just like <laughs> hey oh, he gives me a dress there's only <laughs> one way this is gonna end and I love that comment of you had your wife I had my son I think you got the better end of that deal. <laughs> okay. okay. You don't even like your son for Christ's sake. Just yeah. hand him over. Yep. He's a dickhead. And it's also like you feel like it's one of the few things that justifies Vigo attempting revenge after yeah. he's the one that's just like, you can't do anything to this guy. Yeah. He's just killed his son. And so you get, all right, he might have this emotional reaction of taking out Willem Dafoe, yeah. and he thinks it's going to stay there, but of course it's not going to stay there. <laughs> it's going to go a little further. Um, Escalates it back up again. So, yeah, that was... You, you buy that. You buy that, that, okay, maybe he would do that in that, you know, that visceral reaction, and, yeah, mm. so cool. And I love the comment that he makes when he when he, he, he says, you know, hand him over, tell me where he is, and he, he gives, him the, gives him the address, and then he says... They know you're coming, and Wick just says, but it won't matter. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I also love the way the Continental revokes memberships. Hopefully the fucking <laughs> Labor Club doesn't do something <laughs> like that. After you beat an arsehole and had one too many scooters and started you know, yelling at the and posters told the, told, the, told the DJ to play cold chisel you <laughs> <laughs> give us case son Labor Club has revoked your membership <laughs> yeah, I, think yeah, I just I really like that I, and that again it's only very fleeting but again it sort of creates that idea that you broke the rules in mm-hmm. the Continental and this is how we deal with it Mate, mm. the Labor Club's only charging $5 for steak on a Tuesday. I don't think they can afford to revoke me. Yeah. <laughs> they're, not in the, they're not in the assassin's business putting you out of your misery. Yeah, they're only going to kill you with a tough steak. <laughs> <laughs> no Hellenic one. No Hellenic one. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> and for me, the final life for me is the final shootout is just... It's expertly done... It's oh no no sorry before that when he actually tracks down the sun mm. it's real quick sequence but it's really well done and just the way no talk he just fucking walks over yeah. and he starts with it was just a fucking bang he yeah. just shoots him yeah. and that's the end of it I kind of love the way it's just kind of I shot him and they bring it back as well yeah I appreciate that you gave him a quick death that's the that's the conversation it's just yeah. like. And I really like that because that could have been another one of those ones where they drag it out longer. Alfie Allen and him sort of fight it out. 
Yeah. But they just don't. They just but don't. You knew, yeah, that, that was what was so good about it. You knew when he got to him, it was never going to be a, yeah. a battle. It was just going to be, you, you're fucked now. Yeah. I've, I've worked my way through everyone you had. Now it's just you and me. And yeah. You weren't prepared to handle it. I've been bashed through walls. Of- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stabbed and shot. Because essentially, Alfie Allen's character does nothing. No, thing. no, he doesn't. Yeah, he's he just barely... lets the, uh, the other guys do it, and then, as Maddie mentioned, you know, when the fucking fury rains down, it's on everyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm. <laughs> now, any other? Oh no, sorry. The finale, mm-hmm. the final sort of shootout involving the cars and stuff, where he's kind of circling people and yeah, yeah, gunning yeah. them down. Call back from the beginning. Nightwish, a bank smashes into him, and he has to jump out of the. It, that's all great stuff, and then they you have them two sort of taking each other on. Yeah. Also, breaking his arm. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take a stab so they, you can break his they arm. do, like, yeah, and you just they see... show it? Yeah. <laughs> they chuck a rubber arm in there or something. <laughs> <laughs> best of the best did it. It looked like a, a fucking dildo. <laughs> Look like someone tied a fucking knot in a dildo. It's uh, that's I yeah I definitely dislike that too. When they yeah, yeah, that's the show that shit. I just get, yeah. You see people getting shot for the whole movie and you barely flinch. And then as soon as they break it up, like, oh <laughs> Jesus, don't do that again. Um, and I do like the fact that he gets a dog. He gets a new at one at the end. Yeah. yeah. The fact that he's giving himself staples is hardcore as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and like, I stabbed myself. Essentially, I'm gonna sort this out in a vet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and while I'm here, might as well get a new yeah, dog. Like he's, he's like about to pass out. Isn't like a beautiful dog? Yeah, beautiful dog. And it's more becoming of an assassin. Yes, than... bigger, powerful. Yeah, that's all right. It's got some jaws. Yeah, can do some damage. All right, any other likes? Oh man, it's so, such a good noise. It's a nice. So much there, but yeah, nice cars. Yeah, nice, nice looking people. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Very good. well shot. Dislikes. There can't be much here for yeah, just about four and a half. I've got a couple. But for me, it, the only thing for me was it's very coincidental mm. that, like, I mean, you've got to hang the whole thing starts on a Alfie Allen decides to steal a car of a bloke who just happens to be the most fucking dangerous man in history. Yeah. Mm. He knows nothing about him. It, they seem to be out in like the sticks. You say coincidental, but I feel like it's karma because I feel like this guy's just going to be a dickhead to every single person that he meets, and the comeuppance is what makes it great. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. It is, it is, it is a coincidence. You've but got to swallow. I wasn't to kick things off. Yeah, I was, I was happy enough to. to oh, you let overlook. it go. Fuck. Yeah, that was. It was definitely. Uh, it's obviously the catalyst to how the whole thing starts. You have yeah. to sort of let it go. So, the occasional CGI. From the bullets, mm-hmm. the CGI blood. I really, I think it was in the bathhouse where it was most noticeable a couple of times. Yeah, even when know, he hits the just, ground after he falls off the balcony. That's yeah, cool. it's just part and parcel these days, I guess. And and it's not too bad. Like a lot of it is shot in that kind of what do they call it? The by lighting, the the blue and pink sort of lighting um, or shadowy sort of stuff. So you don't really notice it. But the couple of times I did, it just I don't know. You just I don't like it so much. But anyway. No. Defoe's character 
Now, <laughs> my dislike to this is that for a movie that really sh- handles other relationships really well with minimal information, yeah, this was the one where I felt like it was underdone. Yeah. Because I'm like, they've clearly got a close relationship that Wick seems to have with pretty much nobody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't get anything about it other than yeah. they, they're both assassins. And, they and both he have helps him out, basically. Yeah. So I thought... You've got to make the just... links with it's just the code of the business, all right? Yeah. That's as far as it goes. And that's thought... why the shit assassin gets killed in, a, in an unhonourable way or dishonourable way. And... Yeah. And so there's a, there's a part of me that likes the mystery, mm. but I just felt like after, you know, <clears throat> Defoe getting killed in retaliation for Wick, Wick taking revenge for that, I kind of just felt like... I think maybe the problem is if you hadn't have killed Defoe, we could have looked into it for a sequel, maybe. We could have been well, more, even if, more... You know, even if they kill him, I, I'm okay with him, him dying, but I just wanted... It's probably the only time in the movie I just wanted a bit more to know why that was One so shot in the montage. Yeah. Make like him the best man. I mean, you can fill in the gaps. It felt like perhaps he was a mentor of some sort, yeah. Yeah. just going by the age or whatever. But yeah, it would have been, would have been just, just a little bit... A little bit of more. extra flesh there, Yeah, perhaps. I mentioned this to Maddie before, but uh, what was Lance Reddick's accent? Where, where did it come from? <laughs> oh, I've mentioned to Maddie that perhaps it was Zamunda because it sounded good. <laughs> 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 like, um, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult to play. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, was quite, it was quite funny. I, didn't, I mm. felt like, you know, obviously we were going for, for an African accent in some way but it just felt like a little bit comical at times yeah, yeah. another minor one they didn't kill Wick a couple of times yeah I mean the, the bag sun, over the head if the son is such an asshole that he's going to go to this bloke's house and belt the shit out of him you kill him well I'm feeling like he's probably the bloke that that does that yeah just yeah, to, just to tie up the end yeah there's another part of me that thinks well perhaps he just does it leave someone alive to, to mm. instill the fear oh yeah it was it was me that did that and everyone's going to know it was me that did that but the one that got me was when they had him and they brought him with the bag over there yeah. just to kind of tell him yeah how it was going to go it's he like, kind of gets saved obviously by Willem Dafoe yeah but they had ample opportunities to blow his head off yeah and the, the it's, it's and the out of that they choose to kill him if he's that much of a risk don't well, have a don't have a long exposition just fucking put a bullet in that's right and it's out of character for yeah. Vigo because he was fucking shit scared for the whole yeah, movie yeah. of Wick You'd be thinking he's doing, he's just he's almost there, oh, just finish that it. Point, just right? fucking finish it. Yeah. But yeah, it, the scene after that was quite funny. The scene, kind of, as I said, it was the only time in the movie that he was a little bit cocky and yeah. puffing out the chest. I was expecting him to do a little bit of a sugar ray, yeah, 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 shuffle yeah. and sort of, you know, <laughs> tell him all about it. But yeah, it was. Uh, it, I just kind of felt. If he was that dangerous, yeah, you're taking him you out. would have taken him out. You wouldn't have given him the opportunity to black out and then wake up and cop a bit of stick from you. Yeah. The last one was not really a dislike, but I was just thinking um, Continental seems in a, in, in a prime location. Looks like a lovely little spot. What happens if I roll in there one night and just go, <laughs> I desire a room? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, do they just kind of... To, they just, you're, you're standing there with the credit card and they're saying sorry yeah, yeah, I suggest yeah. there's probably some security yeah, yeah I suggest John Wick kind of walks out and just 
click. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, oh, okay. you can you can handle. Yeah, it's kind of funny though because you look at it and you just like. It looks like prime location. Someone's going to sit there and start jumping on what if and looking up the reviews for the Continental. Yeah. <laughs> you can all want to stay there. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's it's you got confused. The Intercontinental. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I accidentally typed in the wrong thing into Google. <laughs> ended up with the Continental. Yeah, I ended up at the fucking Cecil Hotel. Yeah, I know. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The grounds are so insane. The grounds are pretty. The water's fucking brown. But yeah. hey. <laughs> Oh, well, it starts with a C. I think it's called Cecil. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Was it four stars? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it have come up saying, like, two stars? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. shit, I'm not staying there. Yeah, I think I've so. got some standards. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, anything for you, Matty? Oh, look, the, some of the CGI stuff has well got me, but listen, it's a pretty beautiful movie to watch. Um, it's well paced. I haven't really got any complaints about it. Yeah, this I agree. I, I had very little to dislike. Had very little to dislike, and it's a really, really fast-paced action film. And, you know, as I said, the, the action scenes being at full <laughs> pace just gives us something that... I mean, the fact that we only got back to this in 2014... Yeah. So we've been putting up with this bullshit, you know, Zack Snyder. I've still got something to stop. <laughs> <laughs> the Zack Snyder kind of style, which was that kind of slow-mo, everything's in slow-mo. Uh-huh. Look, Snyder makes a four-hour movie. If if it was normal motion, it'd go for fucking two and a half. Yeah, yeah, two and a half. He uses that much slow-mo. <laughs> um, I'll just say, look, my brother, who owns at least four or five Noel Coward biographies and autobiographies or whatever he's got. I said he really enjoyed this movie. So. <laughs> so I think that says a lot. Yeah, it? I yeah. think so too. There's a lot behind this movie. It's easy, so easy to watch yeah. and uh, Keanu does a great job. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be checking out the sequels um, over the next few days. Mm-hmm. I remember just watching this and going, the first time I saw it, it was just out of nowhere. I was like, no, I'll chuck this I'll chuck it on yeah and uh, fuck I enjoyed it <laughs> and then I watched it again and it was just so much fun well, I saw the trailer when it came out and then I went to the cinema to see it mm. and I had really not much hopes for it mm. the trailer I thought was pretty good so I was like alright yeah could be alright but I was highly surprised by what I got well yeah, I was yeah, yeah. I was avoiding it like well not really the plague but I'd seen I'd seen the the cover and heard a little bit about it but I hadn't seen previews or anything like that I just thought it was just Taken I thought it was in the wake of Taken it was Keanu Reeves does Taken yeah. having now seen Taken I mean it's fucking ten times the movie yeah, yeah exactly I've been on record as saying I think Taken is one of the most overrated bloody action movies of, of recent times but yeah it was just awesome it was such a I, I was kind of glad because I haven't had that experience in a while being people that kind of stay on top of the trailers yeah and so you kind of like, like oh shit this is better than I thought yeah it was yeah. one that just caught me by surprise I remember you and Gibbo like, told me to watch it yeah, I was yeah. like oh yeah I better check it out and um, just, yeah, blew it me just away. looks so good yeah. yeah and look the thing is you know it's it was counter it was counterbalancing some of these other films action films that have been disappointing yeah at that time, and as I said, using a lot of that slow motion and all that kind of bullshit to, to kind of beef it up. Yeah. Um, whereas this didn't need any of that. It was just mm. really, really well shot. It felt like it took a bit of what something like the raid did, mm. but added the guns and the, yeah. the settings to it. Like, and it helped that Stahelski's a stuntman. Is that mm. correct? So the crow, stunt, wasn't he, the, wasn't he, he was. Yeah, he was actually the stand-in for Brandon Lee mm. yeah, on the crow. But 
it just it helps in the direction side of things yeah. because they, they shoot the action in a certain way and they you know the stunt work is yeah, top they notch know the crews what's are excellent they know it's going to look good um, and so it's, yeah it's a real winner does anybody else think that the that Winston they definitely asked Al Pacino first <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> totally yeah yeah it's got a bit of that about it definitely yeah Ian McShane's not a bad uh, substitute yeah. yeah I could have done with a bit of his sort of Al Swearingen form calling people cocksuckers <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good he was very John Wick you cocksucker cocksucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah. alright well okay that's John Wick you can find us on iTunes Spotify and Podomatic send us an email at thrillme at ionet.net.au we're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and Instagram at thrillmepodcast.au. Keep an eye on our Facebook for the next details of the next film. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.